Welcome to On The Real. I'm Tara Kirby, alignment business coach, educator, creator of The Dream Method, and founder of Dreammaker Society and The Dream Coach Academy. I'm a wife, generator, mom, cancer sign, soda-loving, recovering people pleaser, and I am your ultimate hype girl. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready as we get real and pull back the business curtain to share tools, experiences, and the nitty-gritty, not-so-pretty of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? conversation go and I'm so excited for you guys to get to know Lucy what she's doing um I mean we know each other on a personal level not even on a business level uh so I'm excited to just dive into I know and you're the you're the guru of all things business and (laughs) you're so kind succeeding so (laughs) so yeah I had a baby 14 months ago and that really just changed my whole world. As but do. before that, <laughs> I was working a full-time job, nine to five, as a corporate girly. Mm-hmm. And then I also had two businesses on the side. And one of them, so it's called Retroflect, and I, I spy some Retroflect mirrors around buildings, yes. which is amazing, thank you. <laughs> um, but I custom make mirrors, mostly vintage. Um, so they're just kind of one-of-a-kind art pieces. and. So I started that right at the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. like the beginning of the pandemic. It was yeah. like my pandemic project. Mm-hmm. And so I was really just working full time and doing retroflect full time. Yeah. So two full time jobs. Yeah. And then Moby was kind of, my husband was doing it. That was his full time job for a while. And then yeah. he got a job. So uh, Moby just kind of fell on the wayside. We had a store for yeah, a year, yeah, but then we, yeah. we closed it when we had the baby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, th- there's just been so many things in it. Like, I feel like I've just wanted to try everything and kind of see what sticks. But now after having a baby, it's just totally different. So up until she was probably six months old, maybe a little older, I was still working full time mm-hmm. and I was her full time caretaker. Yeah. And then trying to run these two businesses, yeah. I am not built for that. <laughs> Maybe some people are, but not me. Yeah. And so I, I quit my job. That's what I, I chose to do. I was so lucky to be in a position where, like, my husband was able to 
just take the reins on yeah. all things financial and I was just able to kind of figure out how I could work on my businesses and luckily yeah. they aren't businesses that need so much demand they're not totally. super high demand businesses so but it's been hard like it has been very hard and I yeah. feel like I've been in a pretty weird position for the yeah. last year trying to just figure out how to do it all yeah well stepping into motherhood and having a corporate job I truly cannot imagine so when I was pregnant with Quincy I had a corporate job and I was like the marketing director and I had salary and I had PTO for the first time in my entire life because yeah. I'm like an entrepreneur at heart yeah. and I was like I'll take this solid job because my relationship wasn't solid and I was like basically like well no it's gonna happen single mom I'm having a baby need to have some finances yeah. And we actually set it up where I could come back to work on like a very flex basis where I only had to be in office like two days a week and it was going to be awesome. And so that way I was like, okay, I can be at home with my daughter. I can also provide for my daughter and be able to be out of the house a little bit. Yeah. So about four weeks before I was supposed to go on my maternity leave, they were like, actually, we're going to need you back in office full time. Oh, and I was like, actually, I quit. I literally You're quit. Like, I'll do you one better. I'm not coming back. Because for me, it was the idea of basically trading time to pay a babysitter. Well, yeah. When I could just be at home. Yeah. And I was doing hair on the side. So when I was like, I see you in your corporate girl and also side hustle. Yes. Because I was doing hair on the side like 20 hours a week. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. That was a, a part of my life. That major. I did that for eight years. Like <laughs> casually did hair for eight years. I truly forget about it sometimes oh because gosh. it just, I it's just so wild. So I was like, okay, I can either go in on, my, on myself and actually be an entrepreneur, make my own money, or I can pay a babysitter to be with my kid and go to this job that I knew wasn't going to be a forever thing. Yeah. And so being in that position, I can't imagine what it's like because I was like, absolutely not. I quit. And doing that, being at home, being a full-time caregiver and full-time employee and like <laughs> wanting to be able to have this like creative outlet yes. that was also yeah. like something that you could create finances around. Like no wonder you're like, I can't hold this because we are not meant to hold all of those types of things at once. Yes. Yeah. I think there is a beautiful way that we can balance and I love the word alignment and like create alignment of working and having kids and like having our hands in many different things. But if it's not something that you're feeling called to do, of course, yeah. you've got to let something go before you lose yourself. Yeah. Right? Like I, I just... Well, I had to literally ignore her all day. It was either I was failing at my job or I was failing being a mom. Mm -hmm. And I would much rather be failing at my job or yeah. not have a job at all than yeah. ever be failing as a mom. But, you know, I was working full time at home. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to at least be home watching her. But well, physically. still, yeah, still I had to just kind of keep her in her little playpen all day in my office and yeah. just let her be free as an infant. Like, yeah five months old, four months old, yeah. it just was sickening to For me. Sure. And I just, I hated not being able to be there. Yeah. And my job was great. I really, really liked it. And they mm -hmm. really support moms, but I just, I couldn't do it. And quitting was 
the most freeing and best uh, thing ever. Yes. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was amazing. It's like you get to that point where you have to make the decision. And I feel like oftentimes we've already made the decision. Yes. Right? I didn't even realize okay. that until like, I didn't realize how much I had been on my mind yeah. until my husband was like, I think you should probably quit your job. I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. And how beautiful that you were able to be in a position to be able to do that. Because yes, I like, know so many when people I quit too. my job, I was like, well, well yeah, single moms, like mm -hmm. I can't I can't even imagine how yeah. you did that and then taking the risk of believing in yourself yeah. and providing for you and your child just doing what you wanted to do is yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think I kind of have this like I don't think everybody's this way. I'm coming to find out. But like having conversations with my husband and other humans that are like, that's actually not normal. Um, I have this like, I'll just figure it out mentality. Yeah. I've always been that way because I mean, you put me up against a wall, I will figure it out. Like if you put any sort of pressure on me, I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. And to a point where I did that for so long that it was actually creating discomfort and disease in myself to where I was like, okay, you can't put that pressure on me, but at what cost? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I've had to learn to take that and be like, okay, how can we do this in a healthy way, in an aligned way where it isn't to the point where it's like, well, you have to figure out how to make rent. And I'm like, well, shit. Okay. Let's figure yeah, it out. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have, to like have that. that amount of pressure under it. But I still, I think having that be, Kind of like an innate part of myself of like well we'll figure it out and now it's like well we'll figure it out and do it happily and healthily without right. having to sacrifice anything which is yes. what i have based the entirety of this business that i'm now creating on and i love having conversations with other women who are stepping into the role of mother and also want to have something for themselves as well take some of the shame about not being fully fulfilled by motherhood mm -hmm. which I did not find full fulfillment in yeah. motherhood. I've got three kids. I am obsessed with them. Lucy and I were talking about this before. Like Cruz, my four-year-old, he's my freaking best friend. I am obsessed with him and I want to spend all my time with him. And also I want to be like, can I have a minute yeah. to go be who I am? Yes. And so that's why I've created what I'm doing to be able to like say it's okay to quit your job and to go in on yourself and to decide that you want to change your mind later. You want to get another job later? Cool. Nothing is permanent. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of what we get to figure out as humans. It's like, what feels good right now? Yeah. So for you, what feels good right now? What are you stepping into? Because, okay, you quit your job. Yeah. Your baby's, she's just over a year. Mm -hmm. And what are you, now what? So, right? I mean, I still have these two functioning businesses. And like I said, they, they aren't super high demand. Our customers have. They're so amazing. They're completely separate demographics for Moby oh, yeah. Thrift and for Retroflight. And my husband really like does a lot of Moby Thrift, the back end and all of that. I, I mostly just do like shipping and like posting and, and kind of responding to emails and stuff. Yeah. But they're so different, but both of our customers are so amazing and always show up mm -hmm. for us no matter how we change and no matter what we decide to do and if we need to take time, they're still always there for us, which has kind of been nice to to know that no matter what I choose to do, if I need to just take time to focus on being my, a mom, my customers are still gonna be there yeah. for me. 
And sometimes I get so caught up in being like, well, how can I, how can I be better? I see other people doing businesses and I want to do it that way. Mm -hmm. I, sh I have to be doing it that way or I'm not going to succeed. Yeah. And then I have to step back and be like, but they've always been there. They've always shown up for me whenever I decide to start things again. So kind of what feels best for me right now. And I don't actually know if it's the best thing or if it's working like to sustain a business long term, but I just know it's for right now. I am just taking it so easy and listening to my to my body and to my brain because my mirrors are I, I've been saying this so much lately, it's just not a great business like setup mm -hmm. because I have to hand make every single thing totally. and find all of the mirrors separately. Like when I started it, it was fun. I had so much time. Yeah. And so it was totally doable. And now it's just not doable. And so letting go of something that you feel like is something you need to hold on to at your core and you feel like you're letting go of your values when you have to change your business mm -hmm. has probably been the hardest thing for me because so much of starting both my businesses was like reusing things and helping the environment and yeah. never like putting new products into mm -hmm. the world but realizing that you can't sustain a business by doing just that long term you have to add something in that you can manufacture even like the biggest um like vintage resellers that we look up to so much they have their own yeah. things that they manufacture they don't just do that Absolutely. and so just stepping back and being like, okay, this, I, I love my business, but the way I'm doing it isn't working. It's mm. especially not working being a mom. I don't have time yeah. for all of this. And so kind of giving myself some grace and forgiving myself in not being such a workaholic. Like I used to be understanding my time is different now and it's way more precious and valuable spending it with my child. Yeah that's just kind of what has felt right for me is just working when I can when I feel capable of giving it my all yeah and knowing that I also did my best as a mom that day mm -hmm. and that that's kind of like the perfect marriage of mm -hmm. things yeah I know I I was a great mom I did I did all the mom things today yeah I have energy and time to put into my business. So I'm going to do it today. And it's not every single day. It's yeah. maybe not every single week, yeah. but I do it when I can. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to change long-term. I'm actually working on manufacturing, cool. which I know is necessary, but for some reason it breaks part of my heart because mm. I'm like, oh, it's, it takes away the charm. It takes away the, the eco yeah. goals that I have, yeah. but it has to be done, okay. you know? I want to talk about this because you know I'm gonna put my coach pants on. Yes, I'm like, no, my coach pants on because like this is the thing that is so cool about just seeing you on this side because it's like I do know you on the human side of yeah. things as well, and watching how you have shifted stepping into motherhood, but also like you as an individual I think you have a lot of these like similar core beliefs but there's probably a lot of things that you've had to just let go of yeah. and new beliefs that you are choosing consistently and so it's like even stepping into this space of scaling your business because that's what it sounds like yes. you're in a place where it's like it 
you can't scale past you sourcing these vintage mirrors, you printing, creating, like yes, putting the them all together. Yes, and like beautiful artistic work. Yeah, yeah. And also, you can only be an artist so much of the time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm and so, that, when it's yeah. looking at like scaling the business, yes, there is going to be some things that are going to have to shift, like stepping into manufacturing. But you get to decide what you want to feel and what you want to believe about the way you're scaling your business yeah. because there are ways that you can manufacture and still have an eco friendly business mm -hmm. right it's just going to look different than maybe what you thought it would be which i feel like is building a business in general it always looks different than you think it's going to you're like here's always. this idea this is how i'm going to do it and then like and you never actually well and you start it and you think this is this is it for life. This is it for life. Yeah. This like, is what I'm gonna do. And then you're years in and that makes it so hard to change because mm -hmm. you have held on to this idea that it has to be a certain way yeah. forever. Yeah. Without thinking, actually, things probably have to change. Like it it's so hard. Yeah. And also I think like there's a reframe we can put there that it's like things get to change. Yes. And they have to change, right? Because like even if we're like looking at things on an eco standpoint, it's like Mother Earth is constantly changing. Yeah. She's constantly evolving and like we need to take care of her and also support her in her evolution and she's going to give back to us and support us in ours as well. Yeah. Which I think is so cool as you are in different like seasons of your business, seasons of motherhood, seasons of life. Like this is something that we teach inside of our programs where it's like alignment is essentially like four different factions. It's aligning your mind, your body, your spirit, and your season. And the season is your season of life, your season of business, and even looking at the seasons of the earth. And I actually just did a workshop with um, some of the people in my high level program where we were talking about this specific thing. I'm like, it is the dead of winter. It is not the time to go out and essentially do what the world is telling us to go after our New Year's resolutions. It's like, whole entire world is hibernating. We should yeah. be hibernating as well, right? Yeah, I feel and that allowing, so allowing this season to be like, okay, this is a time where we are letting go of the things that are not serving us, the beliefs, the stories, all of these different things that maybe we've held up until this point that we've decided are our identity or parts of our identity and we get to evolve and we need to allow our businesses to evolve with us and our customers will evolve with us as yes. well yes. and i think oftentimes as business owners we're like well shit, if i'm going to evolve are, am i going to be able to bring these people with me who have supported me yes. who are always there for me and i think something that i have found is it's like there are seasons where some of your people are going to be around forever yeah and some of those people are going to fall away and maybe they'll come back and maybe they won't but if you are building with that integrity and like knowing you i know you build everything in integrity and you're understanding this idea of okay now i'm a mom and i need to have the integrity with motherhood as well that's going to infuse into your business and that's going to reflect in the type of people that you are attracting and you're going to remain in alignment and having those aligned customers because that starts with you yeah the reason you're customers are like right or dies is because that's who you are at your core you're going to attract those types of people because you're willing to have this beautiful energetic exchange and they're going to continue to show up no matter what you do yeah and those who are no longer in alignment great you're going to fall away and you send them love and we're yeah. so grateful for the opportunity to serve them mm -hmm. at that time mm -hmm.
Totally. I'm so excited for where you're headed. Thank you so much. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I needed to hear all of that. And, and I, I'm in alignment with everything you just said in that I'm kind of unaligned with mm. my businesses right now. Mm. I think Moby is kind of a, I don't know, it just kind of lives on its own. Yeah. We just, it like, I don't want to say it, it doesn't own us, but it kind of, it's like in control of itself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I do think that has to do with the customers. And obviously I don't want to not give us credit for the work that we put into it, but okay. it just has kind of worked out in a way that I never, ever thought that it would. And I, I'm glad that I have, I mean, that was our first business mm -hmm. and seeing how it can really thrive when you start to manufacture and start to yeah. grow, yeah. it's okay. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we started only selling secondhand clothes and that was my like uh -huh. die, ride or die <laughs> mindset. I'm never, like, I do not want to put new things into this world. Mm -hmm. But luckily after, he balances me out. That's my husband. He balances me out perfectly. And I think just our goal, re, like you said, reframing mm -hmm. your standards or your mindset. Yeah. The goal now, I think for both businesses, is it's okay to create something new mm -hmm. and to put into the world. It's yeah. not wasteful if it's something that is built to last. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of how we feel with our Diana shirt. That's yeah. like all we sell is this Princess Diana shirt. Yeah. And we, we kind of do vintage on the side. We love vintage and we kind of have some more high-end pieces and we sell through other people, but the Princess Diana shirt has just, it really has changed our lives. And we feel like it is a product that is built to last. We want it to be a t-shirt that you, I mean, everyone sells t-shirts, but not everyone sells a t-shirt like this. Oh yeah, the quality is unmatched. Yeah, and and it is something that we, you, we want you to hand down to your grandkids because yeah. we see t-shirts like that. Mm every day as we are buying vintage and sourcing vintage yeah. like those shirts were meant to last mm -hmm. forever and we benefit from them so greatly and there's memories and and experiences attached to these shirts and i i think it's so much more than a t-shirt sometimes that's mm -hmm. that's how we want to do it yeah. make it more than just something that you would only wear for a few months we want it to be 40 years in you're still wearing your Princess yeah. Diana shirt. So that's also why it's kind of been hard to find, but we've had our Diana shirt for going on three years now, and that's been our only product. Yeah. And because we, it's hard to think of something that can um, last as long as Princess Diana's legacy. Yeah, but also like just the intentionality behind that is yes. so, so beautiful. Yeah. Because you could have easily been like, okay, Princess Diana, icon, it's working let's find something else and recreate what it is. Mm -hmm. But that is why I feel you are going to be, and Moby continues to be as successful as it is. And kind of this like, this business that is running itself. It really is. Right? Yeah. It's because of the intentionality yeah. and truly the connection that you have with your community and the intention that you have for your community. Like just hearing you talk about how you want these products to be something that it's like you pass down to your grandchildren. I'm like, I see you lighting up and you're so excited about this. Yeah. And it's like, you can see until I feel like this about something else, I'm not going to produce something. Exactly. Totally. And it's, it's like, there's so much pressure in the kind of 
hustle culture that we have to constantly be creating and selling products more yeah. and more and more and more. Yeah. Like this is working. Okay, let's pump out more. Let's yeah. make some more money. But yeah, to step back and be like, but but why? Mm-hmm. Why would I would I do that? Is it just for the money? I need to kind of realign and and think I, I need there needs to be more intention behind this. And so as I manufacture my mirrors and take this next step, this huge step into my business, something that's really hard for me because I want the integrity to still be there. I just have to know I'm, my main focus is creating something that is built to last. Like I just received my first samples and they, like obviously you get your first sample and you're like, this is it. This Uh is like my Uh life changing moment. And they weren't gonna last. Like the quality was not good. And so I have to start over because I have to make a product that is something that could be vintage one day, you know, like that is not something people are just going to toss and won't be cool in a year. It's, it's meant to be in this world through generations, you know? Yeah. Um, we have a few retro flecked mirrors in the space in our HQ. Um, and there's actually one that's like right over yes, here. I love, that. I love that mirror so much. It actually traveled with us from our well, my home where I had it in my office, Your my home office. Provo house? <clears throat> no, it, it was in um it was in oh maybe it was in the Provo house. No, I'm pretty sure it was in the it was in the vineyard home, in my home basement. It was yes. right after I had Blake, yes, and yes. I had it set up in there. And then we moved to our very first office, and it came, and it was in my office. And in the office space, we were in this like office park, and we had three offices in an office that was like we was like a communal space. That it was like that mirror will be in my office. Thank <laughs> you. It's this beautiful Jaguar, and it's just like it's a piece of me. I feel like that is my spirit animal. Jaguars mm-hmm. are my spirit animal. And there's just this beautiful fierceness. And so now we're in HQ and I'm like, that mirror will be next to my desk in my office. And I know that wherever I'm like, I'm like full, like buzzy energy right now. But I know that no matter where we shift and where I go, I'm like, that mirror is a piece of me. And it helps, I'm like, for lack of better words, it helps reflect like who <laughs> I am and who I choose to be as yeah. a leader. Because it's just this beautiful piece that I get to take with me. And like we had you do a couple of other mirrors and be like, take them with us to our retreat so they can be part of the experience for the people that we serve as well. And so you are absolutely doing that. And I think there's even more on the other end of that you're never even gonna see, yeah. right? Like the stories so that go with each of the mirrors. I wish I could, cause you know, that's, I live for that. But yeah. that is so true, I have to, I have to remember that more because well, it's easy to forget. Let's ask for stories. Like seriously, <laughs> I think that would be so cool yeah. for people to like share their stories with yeah. the mirrors and like where they're like, where they have them in their homes or what they mean to them or where they got them. Like, I think that's so cool because you have created this beautiful culture and like knowing you and the vibes that you have, you have like the most kick-ass people in your community. I really, I'm so lucky. I really do. They're, yeah. they're so, so, so amazing. Mm, I'm so I love lucky. it so much. Thank you. Okay. So I have a couple questions for you. Okay. Cause this is the fun part where I get yes. just like, ask <laughs> I love like having these conversations cause I feel like we go on so many different tangents yes, and it's always just the weird. conversation goes exactly where it needs to. Yeah. Be. I was going to say, it's always exactly what I need to hear. I'm already like rejuvenated from oh, when I walked in the I'm room. I'm so happy. 
Um, curious, do you know your human design? I do, but I, I've forgotten. But one of my best friends is like human design expert, astrology mm. expert. She and she tells me all the time, and I always forget. And I, I like know that when you start working with your human design, mm -hmm. it, it can really change the trajectory of your business and how you do things. But I always forget. I have severe ADHD, and so <laughs> remembering things and remembering goals and things <laughs> I want to do is probably my least like strong quality so <laughs> this is the thing i always ask you something like you're either in it or you're like i have no idea i'm not sure i can probably we'll, find like, we'll it if you want she's we'll, for sure texting we'll it have to, me to uh, check back and see i'm like we can put that in the show notes if we find it i just i'm interested because i'm like okay there is like the trajectory of your business and the way that you build in alignment is definitely can be in line with human design. And it's yeah. always interesting to me when I ask people and I'm like, oh, wow, you are living in your design and this is why you've created all of this. And being able to just like create that awareness around it, I always yeah. think it's so interesting. Yeah, I, I can't find it. I know she's texted it to me, but. And I, I do my best to not profile people. I'm like, oh, you're for sure a, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, just like we do with cancer signs and all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was my first question of curiosity. Next question is, what is your drink of choice these days? Always kombucha. Always. Always. I prefer kombucha over water. I, mm -hmm. I absolutely despise water. It makes me sick to drink, <laughs> which is so hard for me. I have to like force myself mm -hmm. to drink it. Sometimes I'll put apple cider vinegar in my water to make it taste better it. than regular water. But anything like fermented is my taste bud. Some people have a sweet tooth. I have a fermented tooth. That's what I say. That is so funny. Like vinegar, kombucha, sauerkraut, pickles, anything, anything like that makes your teeth hurt. I love it. <laughs> I love so that so much. much. My sister-in-law is very much that way. I'll be like, she'll ask me to try something and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I, I love that so much. Okay. Next question. Firing squad question. Okay. Um, if you had to have dinner with one famous person dead or alive, who would it be? Mm, currently, probably Lana Del Rey. She's mm. my favorite person ever. She's the only like famous person that I, I kind of tear up when I think about her. Yeah. One of her albums absolutely changed my life. So probably her. I We have this you know, we put celebrities on this pedestal and really they're kind of just normal people and yeah. I try to remember that, but with her, she's special to me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, okay, if you had to take one book with you to the day that you die and you're like, this book changed me, what would that book be? I actually just started reading last year, like like in the last probably six months. And I don't read, I, I do audiobooks. Same, same. Again, my ADHD is so bad um but i would say my favorite book since i have started reading is called recursion mm. and it's the only book that i've read that i was like sobbing mm. and it's like a it's like a psychological thriller yeah. and it's like a sci-fi book yeah. but this author just really captured it's like about time have you ever seen about time yes sobbing yes. like those yes. are the things that anything that talks about like the little important insignificant mm -hmm. moments in life wreck me and I need them so bad and that book just captured like everything perfectly so yeah I would say recursion mm. I love so it. good so so much yeah amazing okay Lucy let us know where we can connect with you further so we can check out the businesses and come hang out with you and your beautiful life thank you so my personal Instagram is Lucy B Hutchins 
which is so funny because Hutchins isn't even my last name. I just, I, I socially took on my husband's last name, mm -hmm. but it's, it's okay. Lucy B. Hutchins is my Instagram. <laughs> and then my business accounts are retro.flect on TikTok and Instagram. And then Moby Thrift. Awesome. So many. Could I show your name? Some more? Yeah, like, like, we got more. Like, <laughs> no, we will, um, we'll share all of those in the show notes below so you can find Lucy and connect with her. Thank you so much for Thank having you. this conversation. Oh, I, feel, I seriously feel like a new person. Thank uh, you so much. That brings me so much joy. There's like so much magic that happens on the podcast, but like especially when you're in the room, in, in our life. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. Thank you, Lucy. Thank we will you. talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for being here on On The Real, and we will see you next time. We are so excited for the On The Real reboot that we wanted to celebrate with you. So if you are listening to this podcast episode and you want to enter to win a seat inside the Align Society, listen up. The Align Society is a monthly membership where you will access my 28-day alignment challenge with all of the tools to move into your own alignment. You will also unlock access to monthly alignment breathwork sessions with myself, along with alignment workshops, group coaching, expert trainings in mindset, finance, energetics, and more. And you will be able to join the community conversation inside of the Aligned Society, where other women who are building aligned soul-led businesses are there creating their own alignment as well. Learn more in the show notes below. And if you want to win a three-month membership to the Aligned Society, all you have to do is share your favorite podcast episode on Instagram, tag I am Tara Kirby and the Dreammaker Society, and we will be giving away one membership every week for a month.